This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yerchmedelia and Daniel Hakohen Ben Yafa. Also, also, success in your Archimaim of Elisha Banava, Gadi Abdel Nesheva, Emmet Ben Nesheva, Shefer Ben Nesheva, Reina Malka, Batova Basha. Also, today's class, please share and rate the podcast. And God willing, also, uh, today I'm also going to be recording four different classes in my, in my new podcast studio, God willing. So we're going to have a lot of new guests, a lot of new content, a lot of new guests. So we're going to just try to change things up a little bit, God willing, just to get different different voices, etc. That's that's the goal, basically, to have a guest speaker once a week, and we'll post it on Instagram wherever we got to post it. Okay, today's class is really, really a very, very deep, very, very deep concept. It's a um, it's a class that takes a lot, before I even lectured on this concept, I lectured on it superficially, but I really, really got into the Torah, and I think it's perfect right now to talk about this. We're going to do less than 12 in the second half of Lakute Moran. So I've said this before, that there's always a strategy. Reb Nachman, there's, always a, it's, there, there's never a bad moment in life. There's different moments you have to connect to, right? I said this many times, sometimes you can use the Dalit versus the hay. When your person's in Dalut, he's negative thinking, can go to the hay. You know, he's having a good day, he's just a little off, goes from the Dalit to the hay. Another Segula week says, Azamra, focus on the good points in your life. If things are not going well, just focus on the good points. But there's times where you're going to hit rock bottom and you're going to feel completely, complete, and you're going to end up in very, very dark and dirty places. And there's a Torah for that too. That Torah is called Ayeh. Where are you, God? That's the one we want to talk about today. This is where this Torah is a very, very powerful Torah. I'm going to talk, give you the practicality of when to use it. But the whole point is, Rab Nachman said, there's never a place of despair. You have different areas in your life where you're going to go to very, very dark and dirty places. And you're going to say, how in the world did I get here? And you're going to scream out, aye, and that's going to get you back to it. If we know this, where do we know this concept? Where Adam fell, what did God say? Ayeka, where are you? Where are you? We have that. We have that call. Where are you? So the word ayeka means aye means means where is this place of glory? Ka, where is the ka? the the ka is really really keter. So even in the darkest places, you can get the greatest light. And how do we know this example? If people should ask you, where's your God? You know what you should tell them? In the city of Rome. What are you talking about? Imagine somebody asking you, where's your God? In the city of Rome. In the, in the place of the, the most idolatry, and the most of Odazara, that is where your God is. So there's places in life where there's no such thing as despair. It doesn't exist. Because really, rock bottom is a gift. Because if you don't hit rock bottom in life sometimes, if you don't go to very, very dark places in life, that actually propels you for, for brand new change. So we, we, we unfortunately, hitting rock bottom sometimes is one of the greatest gifts because then you're more open, you're vulnerable, and you can only go up from there. 
it's, it's the resistance sometimes. So sometimes it's good to hit rock bottom. Sometimes it's good to wipe out a team in order to rebuild a team than to keep the team, you know, 500. The, what's the purpose of that? So sometimes in life you have to break the vessel, rebuild, and it all starts with this concept. So Rabbi Nachman begins the Torah by saying, and I'm going to give you the prayer that you should say. When a person follows his own in- intellect and cleverness, he can fall into many mistakes and pitfalls and come to great evil, God forbid. There are those who have caused tremendous damage, like the most famous outstanding villains that have led the world astray on account of their cleverness and intellect. He's referring to here as Shabbatai Svi, and he's also referring to here as Jacob Frank. We know Shabbatai Svi was a, was a false messiah, and he, led, and he ended up converting to Islam. And Jacob Frank also, also converted to Christianity, or became Catholic at the end. And he basically, they came up with their own theories that they're going to go into. Uh, uh, they started little by little distorting the Torah, distorting, distorting. And next thing you know, they actually converted to that. So you could just see how we have to remember in life how important. If you are struggling with something, don't make it kosher. Just say, I'm struggling with it. Don't make it kosher. You know, today we struggle with something. I had a, I had a friend of mine that he had an affair. He had an affair. And all of a sudden he tells me, well, you know what? I think I'm here to capture her soul and bring her back to Judaism. <laughs> Schmuck, you had an affair. Just say you had an affair. You know, you, you made a mistake. The rest you got to have to deal with, obviously. There's, but don't tell me you're there, you're now capturing souls and bringing them back to this. And this has become a, you're taking a pig and making it kosher. That is, you're in your head. You have a problem, I have a problem. You understand? Don't tell me I'm getting, or people tell me I need to smoke weed so I can get in touch with the divine and feel his energy and get close. You, you have a weed, here's addicted to marijuana. Don't, don't make it kosher. You have a problem, created the world, I need help in this. I'm going to scream out to you where I am, but don't make it kosher. Don't make, don't make these things kosher. You have a, we all have problems, but don't, don't justify it by giving yourself so you can feel better in the situation. That is the worst thing you can do. That is what he's talking about when you're falling into your own cleverness. I'm not there yet. Greater than I'm not there yet. I'm not here yet. I, I wish I can. I, I just not at that level. That's the best thing to say. I want to be there, but I'm not there yet. But don't make it kosher. I, I cannot tell you how many stories you hear. When I hear the stories, oof, you can, you can write novels from, from these stories. But don't, the story itself is the Yetzirah dressing things up. And, and here you have these prime examples. Shabbat Taisvi and Jacob Frank. They led 26, thousands and thousands of people because they thought they were Mashiach. So this is where you have to focus nothing more but simplicity. It, there's nothing greater in life, and this is Rabbi Nachman says, the higher the truth, the more simple it is. If your situation in life has become way too complicated, it's because you let your animalistic head Focus on what do I need to do next? You know, you fall in life, what's next? Once we get into the spheres, the why me, the stories, well, I'm not destined, even in the singles, you should hear the, the, the story. I think I'm not meant to uh, be married because I'm a Gilgul of the Holocaust and, and this is a, the punishment. I, I, if you hear the stories, one's worse than the other. 
Just say, what's next? What do I need to change? How do I attract the better? Simplify your life. Because anything else is completely, completely, completely in your head and it's going to create you and cause you to cleverness and foolishness where you're going to get nowhere. The essence of Judaism is to conduct oneself with innocence and simplicity and sophistication. I would tell you Rabbi Rush is, is the example of this. He is the most deepest guy, but he's nothing. You have a problem? Talk to your creator. He's so simple. He's changing millions of people's lives. His books are simple. Mishilai Yisharim is a simple book. It's back to the basics. And look what he is. And he, yet he's, he's, he talks to God and he fixes his issues. And, he, and he's able to bring this light. A person has to assert himself that God is present in whatever he does without any obstacles for his own esteem. He should bring, he should, the main goal should be to invoke God's glory. Today also represents the sphere of Teferit Shebemachot, which represents elevating God's glory. So bottom line is, God's glory is absolutely everywhere. There's also another concept that when, even if you give up on your creator, your creator does not give up on you. So you're going to be able to come back to him through the darkest of darkest of places. And we've read stories in the Gemara of Rabbi Elzir Dunya where he was with a harlot and a tzitzit. Um, no, no, that's a different story. We're, we're, even a guy was with a prostitute and a tzitzit. She said, just like this, this is never going to come back, you're never going to come back. And they came back, in the, even the Gemara is telling you stories about people being with prostitutes. That that, that, was the, that was the catalyst for their return. So this is an area of our lives that Rabbi Nachman says, you are and you will be going to dirty places. But is the strategy there is to cry out because even in those dark places, God is there. No matter where you think you are, God exists in every single situation. And he's saying here, that know the glory of God is in the entire creation. Wherever God created, He created for His glory. And He says, everything that I created was for my glory. So if, the, if a place, if a place of Tuma, a place of dirt, even that has to have sustenance. If it doesn't have sustenance, it cannot, it cannot exist. And Rabbi Nachman tells us here that everything in the world got created and it was sustained by the 28 letters of God's, of the, of, of, the, of when God spoke the 10 utterance. You know, there will be, for example, the Zohar says, the 28 letters is the power of God, which he created the world. And this, these refer to the 10 utterance. What are the 10 utterance? And this is, and the Lord said, let there be light. And those 28 letters, that's where the power of all of this energy is coming from. This is what Rabbi Nachman is saying here. So the whole world has to have, has to have, there's 10 utterance, and that's where God's glory exists. So even in the darkest and dirtiest places where you have been, that's why when I speak to people, you know, they speak to me because I know I'm not judging them because I'm like, oh, you're here? Okay, <laughs> I know what it looks like. It's not a question of judgment, you're a bad person. No, you're just in a very dirty place. It's time to get out of the mud. But will you go to dirty places? Absolutely. And you're going to say, how in the world did I get to this place? How in the world? And I remember one time dating, dating a girl before I was married the first time. And I, and I felt this. And I'm dating a girl. Next thing she tells me, she tells me, oh, I'm Jewish too. Really? Are you Jewish? Where do you go to synagogue? She told me some synagogue in 
Doral or Hailey's. What that synagogue in Doral? Okay, well, we're, next thing you know, I'm in a messianic church, for God's sake. Next thing you know, I'm like, where the hell am I? I was led to the, obviously, back then, my head wasn't in the right place. But next thing you know, oh, she's Jewish. She has to be Jewish. You know, when you don't want to look in the details, you, you ignore a lot of details. But here I am in a messianic place, messianic church, Jews for Jesus, for God's sake. Where in the world was I? And I remember those days, those, those places in my life, and I screamed out, where the hell am I? And that catalyst got me back to tshuva. So you could see, I, the darkest of darkest places that I've sat in my life has been the catalyst for the greatest upri- uprisings in my life. So this is where a lot of people have just given up for no, no freaking reason. You've given up for absolutely no reason. That is the place where you have to cry out to. That is the place where you have to scream, where are you? You're not going to scream, where are you? In B'nai Brak, you're going to scream, where are you? When you're in a place of darkness, when you're in a place of loss. And it doesn't mean it has to be a dirty, it could be a place of darkness in your life where your marriage looks like Gaza, for God's sake. I mean, it could be in a place where you're, you're completely overwhelmed and you have no idea how you're, being, how you're functioning. In, in the present moment, that is a scream of ayeh. Ayeh means, where are you? And ayeh connects you to the highest light. Because remember, everything has glory. You have to go through these places. They're part of the places that you have to go to. Today, we judge too much. Do you understand? Oh, look at the guy. He's off the derrick. He's this. <laughs> what are you talking about, off the derrick? He's in a dark place. Now help him get up. That means the, the, the more the power's out, the greater, the sicker the person is, the greater the electricity he needs to get him out. The greater the doctor he needs. You have a cold, you don't go to, a, you go to Teladoc. God forbid you have a real sickness, you have to connect to a different, different God, God forbid doctor. So Rab Nachman had this power to get people from the darkest of darkest places all up. And he focuses more on one thing. What is from Nachman's focus? He's not focusing on the person's intelligence and his brain. He's asking you, where is your heart? Where is your heart? Because all problems start when you have crookedness in the heart. Remember, every situation is fixed where? In Bina. The child always goes to the mother to get, to get healed. The, fa- the child doesn't go to the father. The child goes to the mother. And the mother, Kabbalistically, represents Bina, and Bina represents the problem is in your belief systems, in your hearts, and your, your, you've lost your simple faith. And Rabbi Nachman says here, the glory associated with the hidden utterance is the utmost concealment. So obviously in those dark, dark places is the most concealment. So this is where when I go into very dark places, I try to, I just, I, I don't go, I, instead of going normally more to sleep is the days you have to really wake up. Like when you get Lahabdil, Kobe Bryant, you know, there's, a, there's an interview with Tim Glover, how when he lost the game, he would be up till three o'clock in the morning shooting free throws. Mm-hmm. You would say, you lost the game, okay, sleep on it. No, that's when he went completely crazy and says, I'm waking, I'm staying in the game to the arena till three o'clock in the morning until I make these free throws. So we, we, we have to look at the worst times. Not, that's not the time to go take it easy in uh, Miami 305 style and uh, take it easy, tranquilo mindset. That's the time to say, let's go. Scream out and, and re-begin because you're, you're at the process of a breaking point. 
and a breaking point, really, really, you can go, you can go one way or the other. And this is exactly what he's saying here. The exactly saying here is, when you've fallen into these dirty places, and these dark places, this is the place of the greatest confusion and the greatest concealment. But remember, that is the place of the greatest ability to, for you to open up and scream. And all you have to do is you have to scream from your heart, genuinely, where are you? Where are you? Aye, aye mekom kevado, where are you? That, is get, that gets you back on the bus. And, the, and where is this concept coming from? And he says, and this is exactly what happened with Adam. When Adam left, he made a, he made a sin. He left. What, is God, what did God say? Ask him, where are you? Where are you going at the end of the day? Where are we going to go at the end of the day? Where are you going to go? You make a mistake, where are you going to hide? There's nowhere to hide. You just have to own the mistake, scream out, and that gets you back on top to where you were before. See, distance is only an illusion. It's only an illusion. It's in our head. Oh, I'm distanced from God. God hates me. God wants to... This is all in your head. It's not reality. God's punishing me by not making me marry. God's punishing me by taking away... These, these little baby, three-year-old, four-year-old mindsets that we have, we have a dysfunctional view of our Creator. Our Creator is nothing more but the concept of infinite. Now, if you've created your own shadow... Own the shadow and get into the light. We create the shadows. It's not our creator. You're in the middle of a beach. You go underneath the umbrella and you say, I don't understand why I'm not getting any, 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 any sun. Everybody's getting sun and I'm not getting the sun. Get out of the umbrella. Own the shadow. You got to own the shadow. It's the most important thing in this, what's helping everybody. Own the shadow, and that's going to teach you how to get into the light. If you don't own the shadow, you can't get to the light. And owning the shadow is taking responsibility, learning from mistakes, screaming out, I'm not getting any sun, and get into the light. It's that simple. But it starts with screaming out to God. Without screaming out to God, the Jews were not saved in Egypt until they started screaming out to God. This is not a mind thing. This is not a Gemara that you're going to learn. And be, No, this is something in the heart. It's, not, it's, it's because your heart has become crooked. Crookedness in the heart creates these dysfunctional ideas. We don't have these dysfunctional ideas when we, have, when, we have, when we don't have crookedness. It's when we have this crookedness in the heart. We, we start coming up with these, these stories, etc., He's saying here, when Yaakov left Beersheba and he headed to Haran, he came and spent the night there, and the sun had set, taking from the stones and the tablet he arranged, and he said he had a dream of the Jacob's ladder going up and down. That ladder of you going up and down, that is the story of your life. Spiritually, you cannot stay in the same level. You're rising or you're falling. You're, and we've said this many times. There's nobody like Rav Nachman that gives us. It's not like you're a bad person. You're sinning. No. Because you're going to a new level, there has to be a new, a new, a new, a new, a new resistance. But it's never, I'm bad. That's never, you should never have a concept, I'm bad. I, did, I do bad things. It's a new level that has to be broken. It's a new resistance level. You'll never stay in the same level in life. We know this from Jacob's letter. The dream was either he's falling or he's coming back. The angels are either coming up or coming down. But you're always making new highs. 
So when we're falling and when we can disconnect and when we're, when we're sitting there trying to do his bodidut and it looks like we're talking to the wall, that's not the time to say, okay, it's not working. That's the time to say, where are you, God? I'm here. I'm talking. I'm trying to connect. You could see I have 99 problems in my life and I don't even know how to deal with any of them. Where are you? That is, that is how you get to the light. This is not a... Mm, this is not a meditation. This is a scream. See with the, with the world here, you don't see. How many YouTube videos do you hear? Scream to God from your heart. How many YouTube? You hear all meditations, transcendental, breathing. Where do you hear YouTube videos saying, guys, cut the BS, you have to scream out from your heart. Where, where do you hear that? I've yet to see one video. I've yet to see that. Because there's a time where it's not possible. You don't have the da to understand that. This is a time to scream out because the problem, again, the problem is not in the mind. The problem is in your belief system. Your heart is not there anymore. And this is where, so because, you, because your heart's not there, it causes you to fall, and it basically causes you now to scream out. And this is beautiful, what he's saying here. Absolutely beautiful. And what he's saying here is if we recognize the second case of where this happened, where was Yitzhak Avinu, right? Yitzhak, when he had to, when he had to, Abraham had to sacrifice Yitzhak, right? What did it say? It also said he, he was sacrificing the Ola, the sheep offering. Aye Ola. Where is the Ola? Aye means where. Where are you? Ola, anytime a person had to bring in an Ola offering, the Ola was a rectification. That means back then, when people had thoughts in their heart, negative thoughts in their heart, and, and, hered- and these, they, they created false beliefs, they would have to go to, to bring a sacrifice of an Allah, Allah offering. An Allah offering was an atonement, not for anything they did wrong, for how they were thinking. Today there would be, forget it, there would be lines and lines. <laughs> that means you would have to bring a sacrifice for an Allah offering for thinking the wrong way, because your heart was in the wrong place. So what happened? Ayeh, where is the Allah? So back then, when we scream out, we were screaming out because our heart became crooked. And where is the crookedness? It says, my heart has been surrounded with crookedness, with klipot. See, when we sin and we fall into these ideas, you know what happens? We end up, these are from, these are, it's a klipa. Okay? Anytime you go to these places and you go to dark, you develop klipas. We spoke about this before. What do the klipas do? There's a storm wind. Storm wind causes great depression, right? It's a, it's a bad negative energy. A great cloud, meaning not able, to, not able to focus on anything, not seeing, not knowing where the right and where the left is. And the burning fire, desires, bad desires. So these are, these, these are the result of klipas. And these klipas, it surrounds a person and creates crookedness and, 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 and causes confusion. This is called, the, it's a, called a klipa. So what we have to do is we have to take the klipa and break it. And one of the ways to break the klipa is through this concept of screaming out to God, and we're gonna, I'm going to give you guys an example of what, kind of, what, what, what prayer it is. But it, you shouldn't, it's not like I'm rising, I'm doing good, I'm falling, I'm doing good. You're just in a different place. It, it's not... We think this is good, this is bad. This is good, this is bad. No, there's a concealment in your life 
and there's a revelation in your life. But it's not going to ever be forever. The fall is, you're never going to be there forever. And the, and the high, you're not going to be there forever. And it's frustrating because we think, well, we're, we're making progress and all of a sudden I tried and the next thing you know, I'm falling. No, you're just hitting a new level. So this is where you can get very, very confused in life and you could start, unfortunately, developing the wrong ideas. I'm doing wrong, I tried this, I did this. It's, it's, it's nothing but a different place in your life. You're in a different place in your life. It's not bad, it's not good. It's a new level. Are you a bad person if you're in the first grade? Or you're in the second grade? No, you have to get to the second grade. There's a new level. Now, the higher you learn and the more you go through these the more you handle these ups and downs well, this is why our sages say, all descents are for the sake of ascents. The setback is for the sake of that. Because if you don't have the setback, in order for you to have, to have a comeback from a setback, you have to have a concept of humility. In the, because I can't go to the higher level if I think I know everything. Because there's no place for my creator. If I think I got it all in the bag, and I'm untouchable, and I know everything, I'm not ripe to go to the next level because I'm too arrogant. So I need the setback to humble me up, to create space, to recognize I have no power on my own, and that causes the ascent. The problem with arrogance, this is why we spoke about Rabbi Nachman, he always said, we said this many times, anytime he reached a higher level, what did he say? I know nothing. He created the own, he created himself. Because you had to go to the next level. Because the more arrogant you are, then you can never rise to another level. You can only rise to levels if you're humble. And if you're humble, uh, humility means I don't know anything. And that allows you, instead of when you're in a dark place, all you have to do is stand still. It's not to become arrogant and blame this person or blame that or blame your rabbi or blame anybody. No, it's just this is the place where I'm at right now. And I have to call you out on this place. This is why they ask you, what should you talk about in his book to do? It's what's the menu in your life at that moment? You go to an Italian restaurant, it's a different menu. You go to a Japanese restaurant, it's a different menu. What's the menu that's happening in your life? It's a different menu in a different situation all the time. So there's not a script where you go and read a book and say, you know, I need to, no, I'm running, I'm returning, I'm grateful, I'm broken, I'm all kinds of different, but, that, but I'm, the most importantly, I'm in a relationship. That is the most important thing. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a real relationship where I feel godliness in, in my life. That is priceless. Because if you have no relationship, and what are you doing? You have no, you have no connection, you have no, no emotion, you're not in a relationship. So this is why we have, we, 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 we sometimes we, we're so obsessed with the struggle that we don't understand that God just wants the relationship out of you. And this is why without screaming out, and I haven't seen this only in breast of circles where you hear this, there's times that you have to scream out. And I've gone to dirty places, I've gone to messianic places, God knows where the hell I've been. Very dark places, but look where I am today. There were sparks that had to be lifted in those places. So we are judging people too much today. Oh, you look at this guy, he's here. Who knows, he could be next thing, it could be a NASA tomorrow. Don't judge where the person is, that's just a place that he has to gather sparks. 
There's places that you have to gather sparks. I've gone through a divorce, there's a spark that had to be gathered there. There's different sparks that have to be gathered in different places. And whether you handle the situation well, well, is whether or not you get wisdom out of it. But if you ask somebody who's successful today, they're going to tell you everything that's happened. Every place. And they have no problem telling you. And they have, because there's no such thing as judgment. What are you talking about judgment? Do you understand why the most stupid thing is to judge people the wrong way? Because that could be the guy's, part of the guy's journey in his life. We're looking down and we're thinking we're better than people because they're in darker places. That are not. What do you know where the guy's life is? Where do you know where the guy's going? You have no idea. Do you understand the, 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 why it's such a severity? The severity of judgment and the severity of putting and talking bad about people and judging them where they're at. Number one, you, you, you've, you missed this whole purpose of this. This is why Carl Jung says, when you understand other people's pain, when you understand your own situation, you'll understand other people's darkness. So there was, not, there was no such thing. You, you would try, you, instead, opposite, you would go there to help them instead of the opposite, instead of putting them down. And this is where we see such a dysfunctional, when there's no consciousness, there's religion, no consciousness, it, it just becomes a disaster. It's a disaster. Because people are not feeling, they, don't, they feel judged, they don't feel, they're, they're disconnected. And, we, and this, thank God, we have, we have Hasidus to give us this fall for the sake of rise. When is the last time you went into a regular place and they told you all falls are for the sake of rises? When did you hear that? When did you hear these things? I never heard of these things. When is the next time somebody put, put their arm around you? It's okay. I've been there, done that. Scream out to God. Judgment, you're not good. You're this, you're that. You're off the derrick. Even parents don't know how to deal with this. It's impossible. You have to be able to monitor the ups and downs. You have, again, when, when things are going great, tap them on the shoulder, but tell them it's not going to be there forever. Stay humble. When things are going down, don't worry. It's just part of the process. You have to have that combination of right and left hand in life. And that is your life. And I would tell you a lot of divorces could be, could be fixed if we understood this concept. There's times where the sun's going to shine. There's times that it's going to rain and it's going to pour in your, in your house. And you're not going to know what happened. It's not the time to quit. It's the time to say, this is where we're at in our lives. It's a different spark that has. And, and what your job is, is when you're in that place, that is the place to ask. Because remember, that's the place where God's concealed. That is the place where you have to scream out, Ah, yay! Where are you, God? But from a genuine place of knowing that you're at the rock bottom. And it's the most vulnerable, raw place that a person can get to. And then Rabbi Nachman says here that many times the, the concept of a descent for exile. said Rabbi Nachman writes, in the depths of exile and the realms of evil, as well as any other times and places, the other side, when the other side rules, it is impossible to receive life forms from the nine, from these utterances. right? This is the same thing that happened in Egypt. But even the Egypt, even look at the descent in Egypt that the Jews went to, the slavery, you're, gonna, you're about to celebrate Shavuot, Matan Torah. Look at, the, look at the shift from going to the, being slaves to all of a sudden be taken out of Egypt and going to Matan Torah. Look at, look at the momentum, the change of momentum. And he's saying here, the descend, any descent that a person has to is because there's specific sparks that have to be picked up in those places. There's specific sparks that have to be picked up in those places. And it's a time where you can really, if you have, if you rec- also Sadiqim, Sadiqim also had to go to very, very, even Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman, at the end of his life, he recognized there was a major movement to- towards Haskalah. 
and towards this uh, liberal liberalism and, and reform. That was the the main problem that created by Jacob Frank. And towards the end of his life, he 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 didn't speak Torah to people. He had, played chess with people. He had to go to very he had regular conversations with them because he he knew he had to bring them back. So Reb Nachman literally went into the lion's mouth, which was Lemberg, which was the all the intellectuals, and he tried to to save souls by bringing these times to teaching. So even the tzaddikim, they have to fall from their places and go to these places to lift people up. So this is, so we're, we're, I'm going to give you guys an example of a prayer that, you, that we should understand. What kind of prayer should we say? What, what, what is the practicality of this lesson? So Rav Nachman writes in the Kutetz Tzfilas, he says, Rav Nachman actually, and he says, because of our wrongdoings, God is far from us. I will go through the marketplaces and the streets. I will seek him, and my soul loves him. I will seek him, but I have not found him. Now I will arise and go around the city. I will go to the mountains. I will raise my, my eyes from afar. I will seek and quest, where are you, God? Where, are, where is your counsel? Where is the stagmatism? Where are you? I cannot even recognize you because I've been a lost sheep. I've traveled to the four corners of the earth without finding a remedy for myself. I am at a loss. Where are you? Where are you? Where have you been? Woe to my evil. My heart has become so twisted, confused, and destroyed, bent, stubborn, so crooked that every type of crookedness beyond measure appraisal has, has affected me. Please don't abandon me. Master of the world, you have repeatedly promised us and encouraged us that there's no despair in the world. You have to physically say those words. See, when I say those words, those actual words penetrate my heart. You understand? You've told me that there's no despair. You know, today we, we, we hear a video, motivating video. Is he saying intellectual things? No. They're just saying, you. why do we need to go to the gym and hear a, a, a gym a video say, keep moving. We know we need to keep moving, but sometimes you need the emotional, the emotional pull to tell you, keep moving. Have you learned, have you seen a video in the gym that has been something you didn't know? Keep moving, don't quit. Keep moving, don't quit. Nothing is new in those videos. We know these things. But sometimes our heart is not hearing those words. We're too in our head. Our heart needs to hear this. Master the world, the troubles of the heart have increased. Deliver me from my straits. The troubles of my heart have spread and grown and expanded become telling. Look at my poverty, look at my pains in my heart. So this, I'm just, this, this is 20 pages long. Look at the tone of voice. Scream out from a place of ayeh. Hopefully you won't have to be there that long. How you handle this ayeh, it's really, you make the flip. But you have to understand there's places that have sparks that you have to go to. Dirty, dirty places. Places where you don't even know how you got here. You know, you, you called the Uber to go here. Next thing you know, you ended up in the middle of Overtown in Miami. I mean, how in the world did you get here? It's because we, how, we fall, how we get there is because we, we, we fall to our own cleverness and our foolishness. Our foolishness takes us to these places. We come up with ideas instead of saying, crying out for help. If you cry out for help, these falls are not so bad. But if you don't cry, if you create these stories and the illusions and this, this, this takes you to those, dirty, those dark places. So that's why the beginning of the lesson is really Let's fall into simplicity. Nothing but simplicity. Simple faith. Then you won't fall into these crazy places. 
We only fall into these places because we've let the, our depression take over us. Because you be, when you become depressed, we, we, you start coming up with all kinds of all kinds of dimyonim, all kinds of stories, all kinds of theories that are not they don't exist. Listen, there was people wearing spacesuits in the middle of COVID in, in airports. There was people in spacesuits for God's sake, spacesuits. I saw people in spacesuits. People in cars with, with, with masks and, and in cars by themselves. So you could see where a person's dimyon could take them. Look at what happened with COVID. You could see a person's You're in a car by yourself. You need to put... This is the dimyon. This is the imagination. So, number one, don't trust your own intellect. Number two, stop the bleeding. If you see things really, really rough, just scream out. Don't blame anybody. Look at the sparkle. You can go, go there. And tell yourself there's no... Number three, tell yourself there's no despair. And number four, ride the way up. And if they don't work, repeat again. <laughs> that is the strategy. And that's where... If they, that's exactly why. Where they ask you, where's your God? In the city of Rome. In the city of Rome. Imagine people ask, where's your God? You know what's going on in Thailand, in some places in Thailand, there's more Israelis than people. There's dirty places that, how in the world that the whole place get taken over by Israelis? There's crazy places with the most drugs and and next thing you know, there's Chabad's there. So we have to understand that everything has that existence. There's Jerusalem and look what, look what Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv is worse than South Beach nowadays with the Tuma in Tel Aviv. But there's even in Tel Aviv, of the, 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 even in the, the craziest parades, God is there also, because everything has to be sustained. So let's 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 take a let's also let's. I think the, the, another lesson from this is is we have to extremely be careful not to judge people, not to judge people, because we have no idea where they have to go, what sparks they have to lift, and especially think we're better than people. This is extremely important to understand. You're just in a different place than they are. And this is why do not judge another person until you judge this place. May Hashem help us all that we should all scream out, and go back to the light. And then again, it's going to fall again. I mean, it's just a, a, it's a major ladder that you have to ride in life. And what you need is to, you need to be strong, you need to be determined. Have a great day.